Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. That was simple to ignore AI yesterday. Hard today and impossible tomorrow. We need to use this tool and today it's a daily tool. I'm so excited to discuss more about AI, how you can get high quality with AI because it's hard. And I see when people generate text, just basic information, nothing special, it's not valuable. You can't win results with such text. That's why I'm so excited to learn more about how you can create high quality content with AI. And I'm so excited to speak with, with Mark. How are you? Hi, Anatoly. Great to, to be on your show. I'm very good. Thanks yourself. Yeah, um, yeah, we chatted a little bit before the podcast. And, you know, uh, I spent so much time even before ChatGPT with uh, AI. I use uh, various tools. Uh, in most cases, I played with uh, OpenAI Playground. And I found uh, if you use it right, you can get high quality. If you uh, set up generic request you can get the same generic answers and uh, the best example i got from elon musk when he tweeted his response about chat gpt he asked chat gpt a so hard question even i spent a few times to read this question to understand what elon musk wanna get and he got this high quality answer a unique answer uh, just by asking the right questions mark before we start just tell more about yourself experience background and why you pay attention to AI. Sure, I'm happy to, happy to do so. So uh, my name is uh, Mark van Rijmenam. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Dutchie uh, living in Australia. Uh, I am a strategic futurist, uh, which means that I think about emerging technologies and how they change organizations and society. Uh, my focus has really been um, any anything cutting edge from, uh, I started in big data, moved to blockchain, um, then the metaverse, now AI. Um, and I, I, I cover all these topics to really understand uh, what the impact is on society. Uh, I'm sort of an optimist dystopian, uh, which means, you know, um, I, I look at these technologies from a, from a balanced perspective. You know, I see the good, but I also see the bad and the ugly. Um, and uh, I understand how we, how we can uh, make sure that these, we can use these technologies in a responsible manner. Um, I've written five books on these topics. Uh, one uh, written with ChatGPT. Um, um, I dare to say I was the first one in the world who, who published a, a book written by ChatGPT because I published it uh, about a week after ChatGPT was launched. Um, so <laughs> pretty fast. Um, and um, yeah, I help organizations around the world understand these technologies. So I'm a keynote speaker. Uh, I've spoken in 25 countries on all continents, uh, You know, inspiring uh, over 100,000 global leaders, um, really helping them understand these technologies and how they change their business. Business. Nice, awesome, love it, love it. Uh, I'm curious about this book written by uh, AI. Uh, you know, uh, I think you know I love reading books. Uh, my loving format is by reading books. You know, uh, because uh, uh, I found that book offers usually spend like uh, six months and year to write a book, and it's not the same like to write a blog post or a film a video because uh, you can do it for a few hours, but by writing book, it takes time. Can you tell how you uh, wrote a book when ChatGPT was launched in November? So any insights why you decided to do it and uh, give a strong reason, you know, because I have a huge list of books that I need to read, a big <laughs> list, but I have no time to read all these books. So I choose priorities. So give a strong reason 
what kind of benefits I can get and my audience can get by reading this book? Sure. So, so I wrote the book as a sort of an experiment to understand how far off the shelf AI technology already is. And mind you, this was literally, I started writing the book uh, two days after ChatGPT was launched. Um, so this is ChatGPT 3.5. So sorry, GPT 3.5, not GPT 4. Um, and uh, um, so that's how I, I started with asking ChatGPT a question. You know, um, I want to write a book um, about impact of future technologies, um, which technologies should I cover? Um, it came back with a list of, of, of questions, uh, of, sorry, of technologies. I added a few of my own technologies to that list. And for each technology, I asked ChatGPT, okay, which questions do I need to ask in order to understand how this technology is going to evolve in the next 50 years? So it gave me a whole bunch of questions for each technology. And I used that, those questions to have a conversation with ChatGPT um, to write the book. And I literally copy-pasted the output of ChatGPT into the manuscript. I didn't change any wording. I didn't change any structure. All I did was sometimes maybe move sentences up and down a little bit to have a bit of a bit of a, um, a better flow. Uh, but that's what about, about it. What I what I did. And um, I must say it's it's quite well readable the book. Um, and you know, having written four books myself, uh, I'm I'm sort of confident to say that it's not as good as the books that I wrote myself. Because as you say, indeed, you know, you, you it takes about um, um uh, it takes a long time to write a book. So from that perspective, um, I'm I'm quite happy with it. But um, it's it's I think it was a really good experience because uh, once I'd written the book with ChatGPT, I used um, uh, Grammarly to edit the book. Then I asked ChatGPT, okay, now come up with a title, come up with a subtitle, uh, come up with a description of the cover image, which I used, uh, I put into sta Stable Diffusion in the Dell E2 to get the cover of the book. And then I, I finished off with asking for a, a, a reference for the book. And it wrote me a glowing review uh, of how, how good the book was. So <laughs> uh, I thought that was quite funny. Um, and... Um, so it's, it's, I think, you know, why would you buy the book? Because uh, to, to understand, first of all, about technologies, because I'm, you know, from that perspective, it is interesting. Um, how is quantum computing going to evolve in the next 50 years? How is uh, synthetic biology going to evolve in the next 50 years? Um, but above all, I think it's interesting to understand um, um, how far the technology already is. You know, and mind you, this was in November. We're now five months further down the, down the line, and the technology has improved significantly since then. You know, uh, when I started becoming a futurist about a decade ago i had to reinvent myself every uh, I don't know, two to three years you know i could i could reuse my content quite a long time um and now um you know i have to reinvent myself every two to three months because you know, we, we're going through this exponential phase of of technology and the world is changing so fast at the moment that it's you know it's very difficult for everyone to keep up um, um and it's it's, it's also for me so let, 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 let alone for everyone else so but it's a it's a, it's a fascinating topic um and uh yeah i can definitely recommend um uh, reading the book it's called future visions uh, to understand um yeah where technology is heading nice nice guys you can find uh, the link to this book in the description below and uh i wanna ask you how to get quality by using uh, ChatGPT <clears throat> or any other AI tool. Because, you know, I remember when Bill Gates said about uh, AI that the era of AI began. So uh, today, uh, I think, yeah, it's important to use uh, AI, but I see when people use in the wrong way. So they create generic answers. And uh, I spoke with a few uh, publishers because we use uh, PR uh, to promote products and uh, they told me uh, they stop uh, accepting requests uh, from uh, many journalists because uh, they got uh, many times more 
request uh, with just generic text uh, that are not interested. And um, I analyze what people uh, are saying about ChatGPT, about AI, and most feedback uh, that uh, there is no human touch. You know, it's like mm -hmm. uh, no emotion, just generic. And uh, once I spoke with Jim Edwards. Uh, he worked in Business Insider 10 years. Uh, so he started on company uh, on this company from scratch. Then company was sold for 500 million dollars, uh, thousand employees, uh, famous company. And he told me the success uh, of Business Insider depends on creating non-boring content. So can you tell how to create non-boring content by using AI? Well, I think that the biggest challenge is here to understand how to create a prompt. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, creating prompts is difficult. And, and if you want to be a prompt engineer, you can earn between $300,000 and $400,000 a year uh, with limited uh, coding knowledge uh, required. So, um, you know, people pay vast amounts of money for, uh, for, for, for people who really understand how uh, to write the right prompts. Because writing the right prompts is is, is 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 difficult. You know, if you want if you want a generic um, if you put if you put in a generic prompt, you get a generic answer. Um, and if you want to get a um, if you want to craft your your the, the answer, you have to try three, four, five, six, seven times. You know, to really understand um, how uh, how this works. So I think that that is really important that you need to uh, uh, know how to ask the right question. That you need to give the, the right input. For example. I use ChatGPT um, um, to create, uh, help me write prompts for MidJourney. Um, I, I love MidJourney. MidJourney is a fantastic tool. I use it all the time um, to create images for the content that I produce. Um, and <clears throat> so I um, uh, 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 use a flow uh, to, um, to um, uh, so I, I've, I've trained um, uh, ChatGPT um, uh, about uh, writing the right prompts uh, for mid-journey um, uh, that are photorealistic. So you, you 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 give it a lot of content, you give it a lot of input, you know, uh, 10, 20, 30 prompts you use to give it to give the context to 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 JTPT so that and then you ask back or do you understand what 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 I what I what what, what I mean with this um, and you acknowledge yes or no that you that you have uh, that you understand the context uh, and once you've done that then you can start asking questions um, and then you say okay here's a prompt and then it gives you um, here's a topic and then it gives you a prompt that is perfect and you put it into Midjourney and you get a perfect image um, so it's 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 really about you know uh, uh, creating the right context for uh, ChatGPT. Um, and I'm doing the same thing with a, with a masterclass. I'm building a masterclass at the moment um, about anything, yeah, cutting-edge technologies. Um, and I uh, give ChatGPT all the context. So I, I give it all my slides. I give it all my articles. I give it all my books. Um, and I say, okay, now um, write me the storyline for this session in my tone of voice with my, based on my context. And within within two seconds, you have a storyline for your for your webinar, which you then use, can adapt, uh, can improve, uh, but you can have a basis uh, for that. Nice, nice. Yeah, you know, I never thought about that to ask ChatGPT to write a prompt for uh, ChatGPT. <laughs> no, yeah, interesting <laughs> idea. I I will try it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it, it, it's it's all it's all about um, yeah, as I said, uh, providing the context for. For the generative AI, whether that's for Midjourney, whether that's for uh, ChatGPT, or for, for for Bart, or for for whatever generative AI tool you're using, uh, the right context is really really important. So you have to feed the generative AI with that context, and then once it has that context, then you can start asking questions about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, can you tell about editing? Uh... 
you know, uh, of course, we can generate everything on ChatGPT, but it's important to edit, to uh, share something new, valuable, uh, add data, because I tried many times to uh, use ChatGPT uh, like a golden button to create everything, but I can't, I can't get quality. So it takes time to edit, but uh, it's faster than if you write from scratch, you know. So can you tell how uh, to edit? context uh, from ChatGPT or any other AI tool? Well, I think you should use ChatGPT not as a, as a replacement for writing your content because that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, um, 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 it's a good tool, but it's not um, a tool that can uh, write as, as, as well as you can write yourself. Um, so you should use it as a as a way to uh, to, to craft ideas, to 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 um, um, get suggestions. Um, um, you know, but we also know that these tools they hallucinate a lot. So they they, they come up with a lot of nonsense. Uh, they come up with fake resources. They come up with fake uh, 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 URLs, uh, sources, etc. So it's very important to 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 uh, to fact check everything that 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 comes back from from ChatGPT. Uh, but it's also very important to. Yeah, if you ask it to write an article about, I don't know, uh, write an article uh, about how AI changes SEO, for example, uh, you can type that in um, and it will probably come up with an article within two seconds. Um, is it a good article? I wouldn't think so because it's very, it's very superficial. It uses the same uh, 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 structure uh, all the time. And I, I know that I've noticed that very much in um, um, when I wrote my book, because over the course of the seven chapters, I started to, to see similarities. I started to see uh, structures that are coming in, which are all the time uh, the same. And I think that is really, um, really important. If you use these technologies uh, just to replace your writing, um, you, you're going to get really low quality writing. And um, I think that that would be, um, it, this is happening all over all over the internet, of course. Uh, people use this to create low quality writing. Um, and um, I don't think that's the, the, you know, the internet that we should want to live in, where we just have, you know, uh, AI create content, and then we use AI to summarize that, that content because we're too lazy to read it. Uh, so we have just a two AIs, one writing content, one summarizing content, you know, <laughs> and that goes back and forth all the time. And and yeah, I, I don't think that's the right right approach. So yeah, it's a brilliant technology. It's an advanced tool, uh, but we should use it in a way that that that, that benefits us. Um, because if you just use AI, um, I don't think we'll succeed. And you know, just to, to close on that, you know, I always say, you know, uh, AI will be humans for sure, but AI working in collaboration with humans will beat AI. Um, and uh, so if you have an AI, if you have a human, a, a writer, an author who uses ChatGPT uh, to create better content, that content will always be better uh, than uh, content written purely by ChatGPT. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I agree. Uh, by the way, I usually edit on ChatGPT if I can't build my thoughts. So I share data and tell, please uh, edit this uh, mess, you know, <laughs> please provide some some interesting information and it works well. Uh, I check out a few times with editors, proofreaders. I send them uh, this text and tell uh, and ask about the quality. Please tell me. And uh, I got a positive response. Wow, that's quality, yeah. quality stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, I don't like to uh, write and generate any text, but I love editing with ChatGPT and translation. Translation works well because Absolutely. I translated... Yeah, I feel uh, to Ukrainian and Russian languages that I understand and uh, I found, yeah, that's quality. Really, I don't yeah. need to even edit anything from that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mark, uh, I have the question about, uh, you know, uh, I found on uh, 
ChatGPT uh, that this tool creates, uh, as we discussed a little bit, uh, just generic answers. And thousand others can use the same. Uh, but we we can use like a help. So can you tell how to find the balance? I mean, like between uh, writing yourself and uh, using this tool. Because you know, uh, what I see when content creators create structure by using this tool, but thousands others can do it, uh, if not millions. Uh, so can you tell uh, how to find the balance between manual job and uh, using ChatGPT? Well, I think if you uh, look, a good article is 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 um, um, uh, uh, around fifteen hundred to two and a half thousand words. Um, <clears throat> as far as I know, uh, ChatGPT doesn't write so many words in one prompt anyway. So yeah, um, uh, th 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 yeah. that's already um, a good thing because it allows you to it requires you to think a bit more yourself and not just to take uh, take on everything from from ChatGPT. So uh, I think it's always good to um, you can you can as I said you should work together with ChatGPT. So you can say look. I want to write an article um, about um, how AI will change SEO, uh, you know, um, and then you, you, you can say to JetGPT, okay, um, which question do I need to ask to answer that, 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 that question, that main question. So that's a start, that, that can be a starting point. That gives you some ideas. Um, and you can ask JetGPT uh, to, to come up with a structure um, um, that, that gives you a few ideas. And then based on that, you can start to, 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 to craft your article. I think it's still mm -hmm. important to to talk to people, to interview people, to find resources, to uh, to find credible resources, to uh, to uh, look into articles that can be relevant, and then you can use those articles that you find. You can ask ChatGPT to summarize them if you if you if you if you don't want to read them yourself. Um, but then you can you can start to to use that content from that article, the main points, and put it in your own article. So it's 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 really um, um it's almost a dance, you know, with ChatGPT where you we ask questions, you you go you go back and forth, uh, you write a bit, you ask a question, um, and you craft your message around that. And then once you're finished, you can even ask ChatGPT, okay, now critique my article, or now um, you know provide some proof, uh, some points for for improvements, and then you can improve your article. Um, so I think that's the best approach where you use this technology uh, to um, uh, to create better content, and that's also how Google accepts it. You know, Google has stated that that they, that they do accept uh, content written with ChatGPT. However, it will uh, uh, be uh, judged by the same criteria as non-AI content. So it needs to be high quality. It needs to be relevant. Uh, it needs to be true. So not not you know not fake news. Um, all those kind of it needs to be well well referenced, well sourced. Um, it needs to be a an in-depth article. All those kind of things that that, that we require from human written article. We also require from AI written article. Um, and at the moment, ChatGPT um, can't do all those things. So it still needs to be a collaboration between the humans and the AI. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay, let's talk about uh, creativity. You know, uh, for example, it's interesting. I opened your LinkedIn profile uh, because I love opening LinkedIn profiles and I like your background, awesome background. It's unique, creative, interesting. You know, uh, yeah, uh, you hooked me with your LinkedIn profile. Very good. And, <laughs> yeah, and I'm interested about this creativity. How to be creative by using AI. You know, uh, once, for example, Uh, I read uh, uh, an article about uh, a book. Uh, Lloyd Richardson published a book uh, 11 years ago. And he wrote this book like uh, 14 years, a lot. So he spent some time with marketing, sales, but uh, he couldn't sell this book. Just a few uh, random sales, but uh, nothing great, nothing special. Then his daughter posted content on TikTok from account with zero followers. 
and this video became viral became viral and uh, today this book is the bestseller on Amazon so uh, with simple video uh, I check out of course I watch this video because I was curious uh, how to film videos that get like uh, plus 50 million views and uh, uh, I found it's not like uh, special effects some video design but uh, I got, you know, uh, the feeling of creativity, it's creative, it's interesting, and I got curiosity, I want to read this book, it's interesting, because uh, uh, someone spent uh, 14 years to write a book, so I I got, wow, I, I, I want to read this book, because 14 years of crafting just one book, and today we see results, uh, bestseller on Amazon, can you tell how to be creative by using AI? You know, because uh, most content creators complain that you can't be creative with AI, just generic, because thousands of others can do the same. So can you tell about creativity by using AI? Yeah, yeah of course. First of all, you know, I, I, I wish um, uh, my, my daughter is too young to post messages on TikTok uh, about my books, but uh, <laughs> it would be great to sell 50 million copies of my books as well. So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anyone out there wants to do that, feel free to do so. But uh, and I, I think, you know, I, I think the, the, the power of that particular message is I think um, uh, it's, it's authentic. Um, and I think um, it was the daughter, yeah. I believe, as you said, of, of, the, of, the, of the author. Um, and it was a very, very authentic message. Um, and I think authenticity is really, really still crucial uh, when it comes to content. And, and AI can't create authenticity. You know, uh, whatever we think of mm -hmm. it, it will not be able to do that. But I disagree that AI cannot be creative. I think AI, um, you know, we can be very, very creative with AI. In fact, I've, mm -hmm. you know, um, I, I delivered a presentation uh, in Dubai a few weeks ago on uh, unleashing uh, the generative AI genie, um, a brave new metaverse or um, uh, 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 a nightmare scenario. Um, and most of the presentation that I did, I, I created with Midjourney. Um, um, so I was being very creative to create images for my, uh, for my, for my presentation. And I think that is um, the, 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 the trick here. You know, as I said during that presentation, I think therefore I create is now sort of the, you know, the new paradigm and we move from, I think therefore I am to, I think therefore I create. And I think that's, that's, that's the interesting part because we can literally come up with something, whatever we want to do. And we don't need to be able to paint. We don't need to be able to code. We don't need to be able to, um, to, um, uh, um, to, you know, uh, um, uh, craft something. We can just talk to the computer and we are only limited by our own imagination. Um, and I think that is the, the power of generative AI uh, because we, all have, we have generative AI now for building entire 3D virtual worlds. Um, and you, you might not be a game, and a game developer, but if, if you have a creative mind and you can talk and you can create the prompts in a way, you can build a 3D environment. Um, and I think that is so powerful that we can do that now. So we're sort of democratizing um, creativity from that perspective. There are a lot of dangers to this as well, but it's, I think, um, you know, uh, the fact that we can now the fact that I can now create cool images while I'm not an, an artist um, um, and that are uniquely mine because they are based on the prompt that I created. Uh, and unless you use the exact same prompt, most likely you will not even get the same result because it, it always comes up with something different. So I think it's, and I've seen some really cool images created with Midjourney, like really awesome images created with Midjourney. Um, and I think that's creativity. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, you know, on your LinkedIn profile, you share that uh, your focus, uh, data analytics, blockchain, the, the Internet of 
things, uh, metaverse, generative AI. So ma- ma- many different things. And, and I can unite all of them technologies. So can you tell about uh, technologies? Uh, you know, uh, you wrote a book after uh, launching ChatGPT uh, so fast. Uh, and uh, metaverse, uh, I can't tell that uh, we didn't see even this metaverse. So it's, it will be the future. Uh, blockchain, yeah, we have blockchain. So can you tell how you find trends, new technologies, and uh, start to be early adopter uh, compared to others? That's a good question. So, so I, 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 as I read a lot. Yeah, I read tons of books. Um, I read tons of articles. Um, I do have I have tons of conversations with people. Um, uh, I'm I'm in different communities uh, where we talk about emerging technologies and we share and we and we we, we discuss. Uh, and I think that's that's really crucial. You know, it, it's 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 um, being out there scouting new technologies, understanding how these technologies work. Um, I have a deep expertise in how these technologies, and that's been my job for over a decade. And I've been doing this, um, you know, um, uh, for such a long time. Uh, I've written five books. I did a PhD on this topic. So. I have really gone down the rabbit hole to understand what these technologies means. And because I have this deep expertise, the moment something new comes out, I can quickly grasp it. I can quickly understand what the impact of this technology is, how it will uh, evolve in the next 10, 20 years, and how it will impact our society. And I think that that is the most important thing to understand sort of um, how this is going to change um, um, uh, our our lives. And, and, and it will, you know, in, in, in ways that, that um, uh, we might not um, not even foresee. And if you talk about the metaverse, my fourth book, Step Into the Metaverse, um, I wrote actually in, in six weeks, um, 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 six weeks research, six weeks writing, because um, <clears throat> I used a lot of uh, technologies to, to help me with the research process. But I did 100 in-depth interviews, 150 surveys of people building the metaverse um, and you know, gaining, g- g- collecting so much data, so much information from, from the people who are actually building the, this, 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 this next iteration of the internet. Uh, that really helped me understand um, uh, yeah, what's happening and where this is, uh, where this is, uh, this, this is going. So it's it's a combination of of reading a lot, talking to a lot of people, um, uh, thinking um, um, a lot about how this technology will will, will evolve, combined with ten year ten year plus experience uh, of these technologies, using them myself, applying them myself, uh, researching about them, talking about them, um, um, doing it myself um, to understand how they're going to evolve. Uh, you know, I, I think I understand how you can write uh, so fast books <laughs> because you read a lot. And, you know, I remember when Stephen King uh, said about that. Uh, so the best thing how you can improve your writing uh, is to read a lot and write a lot. Two yeah. things. <laughs> you don't need yeah. to do anything else. <laughs> so, yeah. And my, my loving book, um, yeah, uh, Jack London uh, wrote this book, Martin Eden, about the guy who didn't have any education, but he... Uh, loved to write a lot so he overcame many other uh, uh, writers uh, on his time and yeah that's great book uh, you know when I read Jack London any book you know I can feel that I'm part of the journey I can forget about me water uh, sleep anything because I live from this book so yeah awesome well I, I think I think that's 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 the good thing about uh, about writing books because it, it allows you uh, sorry about reading books because it, it allows you to to go on a journey of the author who has you know uh, 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 taken a, lo- a long time to to do research for the book to write the book to um, and, so, and you basically get you know 
30 years of experience in in five six seven hours um um you know it's 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 like um uh i don't know it's a, I, I sponge on these books because i think it's it's so so, so relevant and yeah listening to the, i i read and listen to books um, um and, and it, it helps me understand so much of the world and so i can only recommend anyone else to to, to read as much as possible mm-hmm. nice nice um uh, you know, once I got a study, I learned from one study about uh, that companies usually implement 40% of all recommendations that experts can share with them. So 60% are ignored. Uh, many things why probably have no resources, time, uh, or they don't understand the process, importance. And once I spoke with a few uh, keynote speakers and they uh, told me, it's better to share less, but uh, important uh, to be specific with priorities. Because when you share a lot, uh, people don't know what to do. So, uh, and uh, you have huge experience uh, speaking, uh, consulting. Can you tell uh, your way how to transfer data? I mean, like uh, to your clients, customers, or uh, audience who can listen your uh, speech. Uh, that it's important to uh, implement something that you share with them. Well, I think it's important to me to 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 understand that you know if if I give a talk um, and talks last forty five minutes, uh, sixty minutes, you know, generally uh, people can only remember three things after the presentation. So uh, I, I need to think very carefully what three things do I want them to remember. Um, and, I, and and that's always in in, in discussion with the client. Uh, you know, what do they? What kind of message do they want to pass on to their to their um, employees, to their customers, to the to the audience? Um, and I think if you if you take that approach, you, you I craft my message to ensure that those three things that I want them to remember um, re- that they will remember those three things um, by crafting the story in such a way that um, um, they have a good understanding of, of where this is moving uh, moving to. So I think that that is my uh, my my approach. You know, I have a conversation with the client to, to understand what what are they looking for, what do they what kind of message do they want to uh, bring across, and I use that. To find the three takeaways that I want my audience to remember, to remember, and I build the presentation from there on. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, uh, Mark. Uh, I want to ask about common mistakes. Can you list mistakes that companies people still do by using uh, AI and uh, your tips how to find a much better way? Well, I think the most important challenge and my tip is linked to that is that people do not quite understand how these technologies work uh, they don't take the time to, to, to understand how these technologies work um, and, it, and they just go head first without really thinking about the consequences of whatever technology they're using uh, great example um, Samsung um, you might have heard about it in the news where people were uh, importing uh, source code into JetGPT, and as a consequence, that that source code was leaked, um, and uh, is, a, is a massive problem for Samsung. Um, and mm-hmm. um, I think that that is sort of the key with these technologies. People think it's an amazing technology, but they don't think about the downsides. They don't think about the consequences because they don't really understand how the technology works and how the technology will impact their business and their lives. And I think that is that is something important to be aware of. And I was watching a, a video, and I, I shared it on my LinkedIn a couple of days ago, uh, so you can find it there, uh, about uh, uh, Tristan, uh, Tristan Harris um, and uh, 
um, uh, from the from the uh, Center for Humane Technology, uh, who had a presentation uh, in, for a private garden, gathering about the AI dilemma uh, as sort of a uh, sequel to the social dilemma that they created a couple of years ago. And the AI dilemma is, is very much about, you know, we're moving on to the second phase of the internet, basically. Um, and in the first phase, we had all these problems created through, through social media, um, polarization, misinformation, trolling, um, you know, etc. Um, and <clears throat> that happened because people didn't really understand how to behave in social social media, what the consequences are of just throwing everything out there and, and how other people are, are, are misusing these tools to influence whatever they want to influence. Now we're moving to the AI generation. It's already AI era and people will, uh, this will go you know, uh, to, to a much further extent. So um, I think it's very, very important to understand how these technologies work so that you can, you know, um, you can, uh, how do you say this? Uh, find, find, Find ways to protect yourself. Find ways to to use these technologies that are beneficial for you and society instead of being a victim of these how these technologies are being used because it's already happening. You know, um, I believe in, in Venezuela, uh, the the government is using ChatGPT uh, uh, to 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 spread misinformation, um, and you know, uh, uh, it, these technologies are neutral, so they will be used for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, you know, uh, I use. Uh similar approach with my clients for example if they don't understand seo i usually tell them please take my course you know take course it costs like 10 20 dollars you know but you can understand the basic you know uh, i found i usually get great results with someone who understands seo so we can cooperate like a cohesive team but if people don't know why they need to create high quality content create the right strategy uh, we can't get great results because uh, any specialists are not magician. We have no secrets. We use uh, some generic methods, but adapt to some preferences. Uh, of course, we have some uh, our experience that can help. Uh, but you need to understand the basic. It's the same like if someone want to lose weight. The best specialist can help you to lose weight if you don't understand why you need to drink yeah. water, uh, to eat healthy food, to train hard. So, yeah, I agree completely with that. Yeah. I, I think that, that that's that's the key. You know, if if you want to achieve something, you need to, if you want to use something, you need to understand it. You know, it's the same thing as we give a um, a thirteen year old a chainsaw and ask him or her to clean up the garden. You know, <laughs> uh, if, if he or she doesn't understand how the chainsaw works, um, um, you know, uh, you shouldn't give it to him or her, and you should not give this advanced tool to a thirteen year old anyway. Um, and I think that's sort of the same thing with these technologies. Nice, nice, uh, Doctor Mark. I have the question about your experience. For example, you know, uh, I have students in my network who wanna, uh, who don't know what to do, what to learn. And the best uh, tip I got from Bill Gates, he told, if you don't know, learn about AI because it's the future. You know, if you think about uh, in the long run. So uh, let's imagine you started from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills. You didn't write any book. What will you do today to learn more about uh, generative AI? Well, I think I, I, I would start with using these technologies, playing with them, experimenting with them, um, trying to find out how they how they work. Um, I would try to I would definitely um, learn some coding skills. Um, uh, it's, it's always you know coding. Although we have generative AI that will probably do a, lot, a large ch chunk of the coding, um, I think it's very it's a very good skill to have in, the, in this world you know it's the language of the future so you should be able to understand it at least at the basic level um and uh, i think you should just you know um, be able to 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 
sponge, you know, to, to, to take in as much information as possible, to, to use that information to, to, to explore, to learn, uh, to use these technologies, to experiment with these technologies, um, and, then, and then you can grow from there. And I think that's the best approach. Also to be mm-hmm. to be flexible, to be you know to, to be adaptive, uh, to be open to change because the world is changing so fast. Uh, and if you get stuck into a, one area of AI, <laughs> you might miss the boat for the next area of AI. Um, so you really have to have this open mindset um, to 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 be open to the world that is now changing faster than it ever has, has done before. And and if you if you if you don't embrace change, um, I think you 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 remain stuck in the past. Hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah, agree. Uh, yeah, completely. Uh, you, you know, it's like, for example, if I read a hundred books, how to play soccer. Uh, I'm not sure that I can beat uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Leo Messi, or even medium uh, level uh, soccer players because they prefer to hit the ball thousand <laughs> times than <laughs> to read a book. Of course, it's important to learn. It's important, but you need to practice. Without practice, I don't know how to go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, uh, 100%. Uh, and my d- final question about the future. You know, uh, when I check out your LinkedIn profile, your experience, your uh, sharing, uh, I, I feel that you can predict the future. You can uh, forecast what kind of future will be because you see new technologies, you uh, adopt them, uh, analyze, uh, test. So can you tell what kind of future will be in the long run, like 5-10 years? Well, it's my, it's my job to predict the future, so I'm, I'm, I should be uh, somehow <laughs> a little bit good at it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I, I publish a trend analysis every year, uh, which is you can find on my website, uh, where I discuss, you know, what, what's going to happen for the next, next, uh, next year. Um, my, my focus is more on the long term, uh, you know, 5, 10, 20 years. And, and what I see happening there is that you know, we, we are moving to a future where um, uh, voice will be the, the, the main interaction uh, with the Internet. We'll mm-hmm. move to a future where um, um, the internet will be everywhere and we will move from having to make a conscious decision to go only in the internet to being part of the internet. Um, uh, we will we'll be able to create content simply by talking um, um, uh, to our devices. Um, um, we'll probably ditch our computers at some point and we'll use um, glasses um, uh, uh, where we can spin up five screens uh, and we can create content uh, from that perspective. Um, and, and all these kind of things will have major positive influ- influences on society, but also have major down- downsides uh, to, to our society where, you know, uh, what is true, what, what's the truth, you know, what is true, what is real, what is fake, uh, it will become much more blurry and much more difficult to understand uh, what we can trust and what we cannot trust. So we are moving to this post-truth era if we are not really living in that. But it's, it will be uh, become a lot more uh, from that perspective. Uh, you know, we'll create a lot more data, 100 times more data than we do today. Um, and, and anyone who has access to the data will be very, very powerful. Um, and at some point in the next 10 to 20 years, we'll probably achieve artificial general intelligence, if not sooner, depending on how things are going with the next GPTs that are coming our way. Um, and uh, once we reach an era where AI will become as or more in- intelligent than, than humans, that will completely disrupt society in, in unimaginable ways. So it's 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 definitely a wild ride. Um, and um, I think, you know, the only way to really be be prepared for this wild ride is to to be open to change, to, to educate yourself all the time um, and to understand what's happening. Yeah, never stop learning. Yeah, hundred percent. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The future uh, looks uh, yeah great. Yeah, love it, love it. Uh, Doctor Mark, it's a big pleasure to get in my show to learn from you. Tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. 
So you can uh, you can uh, uh, find me on my uh, on the internet. I'm pretty visible. <laughs> so you can uh, all my content is on thedigitalspeaker.com. Um, I share my uh, my knowledge on LinkedIn, uh, on Twitter, um, and you can find me of course on Amazon for all, all the books that I've written. So please uh, reach out. Happy to chat to anyone. Um, happy to to help. Um, you know I'm here to help people um, to understand these technologies, to understand how we can benefit from these technologies instead of, instead of just you know, be harmed by these technologies. Because in the end, these are very very advanced tools. They are neutral, uh, so we'll, we'll use them for the good and the bad. You know, as I said at the start, I'm a I'm an optimist dystopian, uh, which you know I, I'm, I'm very optimistic about about the <laughs> dystopian future. To sort of sort of sort of say, you know, I I'm very optimistic about the, the, how we can use these technologies for good. But I'm also very, very worried about how we will not use these technologies for good. And, and I want to change that by educating people, by helping people understand what's happening. Nice, nice. Uh, by the way, I like uh, pictures on your blog post, you know, so very creative, <laughs> interesting, you know. So, guys, you, you can find uh, the link uh, to uh, website thedigitalspeaker.com. You can find LinkedIn profile, social media accounts to Dr. Mark. Please follow him, uh, reach out to him and tell that you uh, listen to this audio podcast. Yeah, it's a big pleasure. Thanks again. I love it. All valuable insights. So I'm going to read your books. I'm going to check out your blog. So because I love learning as well. Okay, guys, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.